All right, ladies and gentlemen, what's good? Good evening, morning, afternoon, whenever you are going to be tuning in to watch this. Of course, it's your man, B. Vaughn. Welcome to another interview segment here on We Create Music TV. Tonight, oh, whenever it is, it's, for me, it's right now, it's tonight, 7 p.m., right? So it's tonight on We Create Music TV. We have gospel artists, philanthropists, businesswoman, entrepreneur, writer, producer, singer songwriter right she wears so many different so many different hats and you're gonna learn more about her tonight so ladies and gentlemen give it up for copy cantrell hello 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 hello, hello, hello. There. how are you hi how are you i'm, I'm well praise well. god i'm well hey hey i'm well hey, hey. God, hey, I like that God. intro. That music is nice. Oh, Amen. That intro it. was nice. I appreciate it. Yeah. I didn't produce it. I didn't produce it, but it's okay. I got to little get a little little movement going on, you know, before right. it get you a little get started. So that was pretty cool. That's right. You know, I, I always <laughs> dance to it whenever it it plays. I'm like, yes, that's my jam. Yeah, that's so. nice. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't produce it, even though I do produce. That's okay. I didn't produce okay. this one. So. Okay, it was it was decent. It wasn't corny or anything like right. that. So you're good. <laughs> okay, good, good stuff. Uh, but but copy, welcome to the show. I'm glad that you are you're here. Thanks. I'm interested Thanks in learning for having more. Me. Absolutely. I'm interested in learning more about you, your journey. Uh, of course I have tons of questions. Um, so okay. you let me know what we can talk about, what we can't. And uh, well, I'll let you know when you ask it. Absolutely. She's like, <laughs> we ain't talking about that. So uh, I I, well there's some things so. I, I'll say. <laughs> things i'll be like hey I, I can't talk about that at that moment that's right you know? that's right i don't try to get too personal so so we'll get into mm -hmm. it so so the very first question is give us the backstory on how you got into this whole music world oh wow the backstory well mm -hmm. the backstory before i got saved of course uh i don't know if everybody knows that before i you was got married saved. to johnny yeah before i got saved i'll have to say before i got saved right because that's when the music started for me mm -hmm. you know um after I got saved, uh, but before I got saved, uh, I was uh, married to producer Johnny J, who uh, produced a lot of Tupac's music. He did over a hundred songs with Tupac, so over a hundred million records worldwide. Uh, that was my husband, and he passed away in uh, 04. I'm, no, I'm sorry, that's my dad's. Oh, 2008, he died, um, and I'm sure many people have questions about how he died, but he died in 2008. And uh, I did little parts on records back then. I did a lot of little small things behind the scenes. I did a lot of the uh, label copies and things like that. People don't know that I did. All Eyes on Me, uh, all the other albums that came out posthumously afterwards, I was behind the scenes taking all the records and getting all the information about those songs uh, back in those days. And I gave it gave it over to the right people when it was time for things to, to go to the forefront. But after he passed away, um, and actually prior to him passing, I went back to school. I went back to school to, uh, why well, he, his story, you know, I don't really need to go there, but something happened to him along the way, unless you ask a question, I don't need to add it, but something happened to him along the way before he passed away. And I went back to school and um, during that process, I, I, uh, I met with a um, pro prophet who turned out to be my professor. It was a prophet. Mm. And after Johnny's passing, I let them know I needed some time off from school. And, and they let me have the time off. And I came back. And later on, he told me that uh, you're going to be singing. 
And I'm like, I'm going to be singing. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, singing. I laughed at him. He's like, he laughed back. No, you're going to be singing. Your name's going to be copied. And I'm like, how am I going to be a singer? Like my husband used to say, I wish you could sing like Whitney Houston. I wish you could be like Mariah Carey. He'd wish because he could put those beats behind me. And I'm like, honey, I was tone deaf. And I did do some things on Tupac records, on Coolio records. I, I did some things, you know, some things I'm not even proud of. Like, hit them up. That's me doing take money. That's me, you know? Oh, and I never know. Take money. That's me. Yeah. Wow. And I don't even, I just started telling people because I was like, didn't think it was going to come out or anything like that. Right. You know, I never even knew it was going to come out other than it came out. You know, you're laughing in the studio. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, okay, get in there and do something. And he was, you know, Pop was upset. Like, you didn't even know you were going to do that and it was going to come out. But it came out. And after all that ha had happened, you know, the passing of Pop, the passing of Johnny, and uh, after. The, the pastor's uh, telling me, the prophet telling me that I, uh, that I was going to be a singer. And I'm like, I'm not going to be a singer. I'm telling that I can't sing. I said, there's no hmm. way. He's like, yes, you, your name's going to be copied. And I'm like, whoa, how did this man know my childhood nickname? There's no way he could possibly know my childhood nickname. Right. You know? Right. So after reading, reading the Bible and three months after he give, gave me that prophecy, God woke me up out of a sound sleep to start singing. I just woke up. It's almost I felt like I was drowning. And I don't know where I start singing. I don't know where just singing words of praise coming out. And I always kept a pen and pad next to me. It was like three o'clock in the morning, July 1st of 2009. I woke up out of sound sleep, start singing and writing, writing songs without mm. music, writing songs. I had, before you knew I had about three songs written without music, melody and everything, but no track or anything. So after I, I told the prophet that his prophecy came came to light, he's like, yeah. And I was like, I have all these songs. I have the three songs done. And he's like, well, guess what? Now you have to put your music, your songs to your husband's music. And I'm like, what? How am I going to do that? Like, I haven't done this before. How am I going to do that? How, how am I going to put these songs? So it was a difficult task because I had not written before. I took the songs and I track by track and we're talking about Johnny J tracks like how am I going to come on these tracks so I have to take these tracks this music the words that I had written and the melodies and put it on Johnny J's tracks mm. how am I going to remember my husband but I'm like the Johnny J tracks like, hey, Johnny J tracks who put on these these tracks right how how, how am I going to come off on these songs and so I managed to, by the Holy, by God and through Christ Jesus, managed to be able to merge my lyrics to match his music. And guess what? No one knew his music better than me because I was at every session. You know, no, no one right. knew his music better than me, other than Pac. You know what I'm saying? I knew mm -hmm. every kick, snare, drum, everything. You know, mm. where it ends and begins. And that's because God wanted me to be that person to have that. But I was able to. So after get song one done, song two, song three, song four, you know, and I mm. started mastering. After I finished all the ones that I already written, then I started. I'm like, now how am I gonna write to the song, to the music? Right. God wants me to use Johnny's music to write to the track, so I was able to do that. I started doing that. I put out my uh, first uh, song, uh, Holy Group. But ironically, oh, so. So we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about holy groove. We're gonna holy groove. We're gonna talk about holy groove, dancing in the dark, and and and, and oh, rich treasures and all those. We're gonna talk about those. So okay. so save that because I'll say that. But that's how I got started mm -hmm. with singing because the Almighty God called me to sing to glorify Him. No other purpose. It's not. A, this is not about me. 
And people mm. get mad at me because I use his music and they want to hear it on other people. I can offer $50,000 a track or more to put it out. But guess what? Wow. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Obedience it's not about the money. Sacrifice. Amen. It's, it's not about the money for me. It's about the souls that need to be saved. And when I hear people say, I came back to Christianity because of your music, it's not about the dollar sign. It's not about mm. that. It's about me doing the will of God and being obedient. That's mm. what it's about. You know, right. I know everybody's in this money, money, money. God, everything is about money. But you know what? How much do you need? I mean, I'm not yeah. on the level of some other people. But guess what? I still have things in my closet that have tags on it. So I can imagine these people have millions and billions of dollars. They're not even needed. They need to help. Exactly. People. You it, know, look, look, you're speaking facts <laughs> right now. So speaking. Just keep it real. <laughs> I mean, speaking facts right now. I mean, but that's because that's that's true, right? So, so there's yeah. a lot there's a lot in there to unpack uh, from, exactly. from what you from what you said. So let's let's exactly. go back for a moment. Let's talk yes. about the name copy. Let's talk yes. about how it originated, right? So I know because I, I did I do research. Yeah, I know, research. but you know, other people don't. But so yes, how the did name you get copy. copy? Copy came from my daddy. He nicknamed me Copy when I was six months old. Six months old. There's pictures of me with blonde hair. But he said, mm. in, I, yeah, I have, matter of fact, my baby picture's right there. It's behind me. Blonde hair. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah, blonde hair. Mm. Anyways, it's, that's my picture of me because my daddy nicknamed me Coffee. He's no longer with us. Rest in peace, Daddy Dorsey Cantrell. Rest in peace because he said my hair looked like a brand new shiny copper penny. So I always wow. called my name Coffee and I spelled it C O P Y. I'm like, Coffee, like copycat. So when he died and after I found out I had the record, I'm like, how am I going to spell it? And I said, mom, because I didn't even know. They just called, everybody called me copy. Mm -hmm. Grandma, everybody, friends called me copy. So I'm like, mom, I need to find this out. I need to know how I got my nickname. You've been calling me this my whole life. That's right. How did I get it? She's like, your daddy gave it to me. And I got so emotional because he's no longer with us. I was like, all right. I got to play homage to how daddy gave me my nickname. So copper, you know, the color copper. So I dropped the R off and made myself copy with that. So dyeing my hair, the color, trying to make it speak copper. You know, I don't went through blonde, black, so many different colors. But I was born a blonde. But he said in the sunlight, it looked like a brand new shiny copper penny. Wow. So. That's how I got my nickname. Hey. hey, I was before everybody else. Hey, before before social That's media, right. all that other stuff. I already had my That's nickname. Right. That's right. Years yeah. ago. <laughs> I don't even tell you how long ago. Years ago. You know, and, and and it's so interesting, right? That that so so let me first say for anybody watching the show, you know, y'all y'all know because I speak about it periodically. I am a believer in Christ. Like I have no shame. At, at all, right? I'm yeah. well, I'm straight. I'm straight Romans one. I'm one one six hey, all day, right? Thank so, you, Father God. Thank so, you for this interview, even more so, the, you know, because <laughs> I didn't know because my, my my publicist has been 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 out there, uh, you know. Olivia been working. Yeah, she been working outside Olivia the box. Be work, look, Olivia be working. All the secular ones, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. But guess what? You better hit some of the CCM people up too. You know what I'm saying? Oh. But you know what? I'm called to, and I commanded that's to right. preach the gospel to all of the world. You know what that's I'm right. saying? I'm not inside of a box. So those people who think I am, I'm not. And that's why God chose me to utilize mm -hmm. my late husband's music to glorify him. Because it's not about me. I'm just that's a right. vessel. It's that's not right. about me. That's right. We're we're all it's vessels. Not. We're all vessels. Amen. To, to Amen. You're a vessel. And he's using Lord. you right now. He is oh, using you right always. now. Praise always. God. 
Always. Amen. <laughs> so, so, so my point and, and what I was going to say was the fact that, so your, your father gave you that, that nickname, but then years later, yes. I mean, and years later, oh, this, decades, right, dec- okay. right. He, he, Tupac the dog, 25 plus years. Okay. Right. And so now so, they give it to you. It's like, yeah. boom, now's your time. You know, but, yeah. but it speaks. So there's a time and a season for everything, right? Man, I'm called for a time like this, like Queen Esther, you know what I'm That's saying? Right. Like so, a warrior of Christ, you know, and, 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 and it's so crazy. It's a lot of those songs mm-hmm. I wrote a ago. So, you know, when you get into those, I'll let you know those stories. So it's, mm-hmm. it's so crazy not being accepted even by the gospel community because you're so different. And mm. I was like, why, you know, like I'm supposed to sound like that. Cause Johnny, I was like, I want you to sound like Whitney and Mariah. You know, right. I wish you could sing. And I was tone deaf. I wish you could right. sing, but he would sample my voice and use it. <laughs> you know? Okay. So, 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 so let's talk about that. Right. Cause that's also one of the things that's in there is right. being tone deaf. Yes. And now all of a sudden I, I, I get why. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, God. Not, not toned up anymore, right? So now, no more. You're, you're, no you're, more. You've been given the gift no of, of of praise and of worship and of singing uh, and, and exaltation, right? And so now you're exactly. able to to use your voice in a way that you've never used it in a way previously. And exactly. So I, I think that's I think that right there in and of itself is is awesome because you we can see when God touches people, there's changes in people. He can take you from being this way. All right, and to another way. So, so one of my favorite quotes—it's not even in the Bible, but this is one of my favorite quotes because it comes from the Chosen, the TV show. And so, it's when the Pharisee, uh, actually, it's Nicodemus goes to Mary and is asking Mary uh, in the show. I don't know if you've seen the Chosen or not, but he goes—he's—he's he's asking her, "Is like, well, hey, you know, you were this way, and what, what, what happened?" He's like, "You were demon possessed yes. and all this. Like, what happened?" And she goes, oh "It was him." I was one way and now I'm different and it's him Amen. that changed all of it. And I'm like, ah, and so Amen. that right there in and of itself, Christ can change so much when it comes to Amen. taking people who may not be the best, right? No, <laughs> no. And then boom, and using we are exalted to a different level. And now Amen. that's right. Because so, okay, let me, let me not preach. Let me if not you preach. use someone else that preach. is already singing and the word how are you showing that's right glory saying you know like you the glo- the glory comes from the lord and how mm-hmm. he chose me and called me to sing to glorify him at a time you know and i had you know i had to go off on faith and continue and put the songs mm-hmm. together and put them out even without acceptance you know right. and if people are mad at me they're upset at me oh she's being selfish and she wants to put out this music for her no mm-hmm. i'm being obedient i ain't trying mm-hmm. to die and be put to go to hell for you. You know what I'm saying? Because you want me to do it what you want me to do. You know? I don't have on my crown right. today, but I'm not trying to lose my crown. You Look, get what I'm saying? My nobody. salvation is my crown. No, That's not right. for somebody for $50,000, $100,000, million, to me, whatever it is. Exactly. I'm not trying to lose my crown. Me you know? They can. We have, they, everybody has free will. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But my life is about God's will. You know, and he doesn't force his word on anybody. That's right. But you know what? I know it's, obedience is better than sacrifice. That's right. They just want a Johnny J track. That's what it is. He's like, okay, yo, we, they, they we know. <laughs> like, we know what Johnny J did for Tupac and for John. I know. I know. Candyman and all these I, people. Like, we want them tracks. But, you know. They, yeah. 
they were there, there for you. I understand they want it, but they got, they got Jesus and, and God with it too. So they're they can't have it without, without exactly. package. You know? Exactly. This is the package God wants wrapped up in. That's know? right. And they are there for you. Mm-hmm. So, okay. And so yeah, you, so are- you mentioned, so you, you just mentioned about the gospel industry, right? I have a lot yes. of friends that produce in the gospel industry. Yes. And we always have this conversation, right? Gospel, the gospel side is just like the quote unquote secular side. Oh, yes. I just said it is exactly the same. I don't know why people think it's different. Oh, because because they're they're Christians. Now, the business is it's the music industry. It's not the Christian music industry. It's the music industry. Right. Yes, it is. So, so, So talk about some of the challenges you faced when you ventured out on faith to become yes. a singer uh, and the the roadblocks that you ran into within CCM? Oh, well, you know what? The roadblocks really have been in the gospel community because I thought, because I'm new to the genre and everything, it was catering to the gospel community. I didn't even try to actually really promote to the CCM side. It was always, it was the gospel side because I'm like the black side, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Right, like, the black sister side. gotta go to the black side, you know what I'm saying? Right. CCM is literally considered CCM is like the white side. Yeah, yeah it's, I got a little bit of mixture of all that, you know? But, you know, my music <laughs> at the time, I'm thinking it goes to the, the, the gospel uh, side. So, um, and even Eric Dawkins, you know, I know him personally, and he went to the church that I was going to, and me new to the to uh, being saved and things like Eric that told me. Dawkins. Yes, Sorry, he told me. He was one of the people yes. who actually Eric. very cool, and he was. He told me he was like, mm-hmm. "This is no different." And he told me to be careful of different various things and people, and I was happy that he was able to let me know that because I was thinking it was everybody's holier than thou. Oh my God, they're going to accept me? No, they're not. You know, so <laughs> I was so happy and moved full stream ahead and and doing what God called me to do. But there's gatekeepers. People don't want to see you succeed because it's all about competition. Even in this gospel world, I'm like, aren't we all doing this for the yes, same ma'am. cause? No, it's about the money for them. Wow, it's so not the same cause. Some of them ain't you know, doing for God anyway. Joyous, yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying? My joy <laughs> Hold on, did that I, say I that? experience it. What's my joy? I was experiencing. <laughs> That's right. World and things like that. They looking at me like, girl, we ain't helping you. We ain't playing your record. We ain't do I have one station, KJLH, DJ LV, the gospel mix show, playing my record. Then DJ Dang. Will from Jacksonville was playing my song. You know, maybe a few others, but those two were the main ones, you know? Mm-hmm. That's it, you know? And I don't know <laughs> how how long, you know, until later mm-hmm. on, you know, we'll get to that, you know, when you ask those questions for, right. for now. But those doorkeepers, you know, and the fact of the matter of, I didn't sell my soul to any of them. They're not getting my music. They're not going to mm-hmm. own any of it. They're mm-hmm. not going to get any of that. So, and it's not for sale. God's not for sale. Jesus is not for sale. The music's not That's for right. sale. It's not. Unless you want to glorify God on it, then I may, I may sell you a track. Only for that. I may sell you a track. We may collab. Yeah, collab. You, you understand what I'm saying? God nah, said not... I can use it to glorify right. him on you know what I'm saying? He didn't take my business away. I still have my company, Clockwork Entertainment. He did not take away the business to put out records and things like that, but he wants it to glorify him. So mm-hmm. anybody who wants to do a collaboration, like you said, but it has to glorify God. It's not my, right. can't be doing hit him up part two. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can't do hit him up part two. <laughs> you know, I can't be doing you that, the, you know? You can do the gospel version. Yeah, right. Who am I gonna hit up? Y'all didn't still, y'all didn't uh, put me right. on, the, on, the, on the station, you know? 
I'm, and give me myself. You want know, to swear say, you know, like mm-hmm. go off on people? No, because you know right, what? Right. God has a plan for everybody. He knows everyone's heart and he knows where we're going to be. You know, right. he knows called. We are called and those who are chosen. Few are called. That's right. um, many are called, few are chosen. That's right. You know, that's right. You know, I, I just find it interesting that a lot of people think that if they are in the, the gospel Christian music world, that it's, it's different. And it absolutely is not. The business is the same. You still yeah. have producers and split sheets. And, yes. you know, you still need to have your songs registered with the PRO. Yes. And all, I mean, oh and, and it's, it's people still getting paid. Work. There's royalties that still need to be paid out. There's collection. Yeah. There's record labels. There's, Everything. There's contracts. There's all types of things that you would experience in, you know, secular music that you would experience in. It's the same, but the Christian and the greed music. is the same. Everything. It's I'm Jamaican, mom. I've, I've got 15 jobs, mom. Those all are all my jobs, mom. Right. That's right. That's right. You got all those. You do all those jobs today for yourself. And and that's and that's the thing. It's getting IRC codes, the UPC codes, putting out the label. So finding right. the right people to uh, do the video, finding the right people mm-hmm. to do my um, my uh, just flyers, simple things as that. Because along the way, I've experienced people giving me some whack stuff, and I'm like, you know, in the beginning you think it's cool, but then as you compare it to other stuff, you're like, they charged me all that money for this whack thing they gave me. That's right. Oh my God, taking them a whole year to do one flyer. Like I gave you all oh, this yeah. time and you a year. I mean, okay, we, okay, we got, yeah, we got problems. It would take us a year. People, you know, you got five people along the way, and they Christians too, trying to play That's you. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's, but guess what? I wasn't, uh, you know, I was raised Catholic, but I wasn't always Catholic because when mm-hmm. I was married, we didn't go to church at all, except for weddings and funerals. So look, look, I wasn't born yesterday. Look, <laughs> I tell people, I, right? I tell people, oh, there's a pre-save. I was, I was exactly. I was, it's I'm not before. Stupid. I wasn't. I'm not. I have exactly. a side of me that before I was saved. So that's exactly. I mean, Even though I'm a nice person, but you I only can, can take out. so much when people treat you treat, treat you wrong. You know what I'm saying? You just got a fire. I mean, I ain't gonna hurt you like that that's unless right. you put your fist in me or something. That's you know, right. that's oh, a I can story. bring it out. Exactly. Really that's that's see. a different story. You know, that's that's, right. that's, a, that's different a different story. story. I'm a child of God. I'm trying to be around the right people and the right things and right. not trying to go into that realm. You know, if I have to, God said, preach the gospel to all the world as I'm commanded to do, then I will do right. that as I'm doing. In the enemy's camp, as I say in one of my songs, I'm going to go into the enemy's camp, you know, which mm. is the camp mm-hmm. I came from, you mm-hmm. know? The camp I came so, from. So so how did you deal with it? How did you deal with, with maneuvering within the gospel or the Christian music world? How did you How did you handle it? How did you maneuver through that? Well, I had uh, different people trying to help me in the beginning, like as far as like Arnold Turner, he helped me with uh, as far as uh, behind the scenes, as far as the, um, uh, we call it when you're out there doing your thing and you're doing stuff for the PR and all that other stuff, you know, how would they do that? But I'm just like, you know what? I see all this stuff, this Hollywood stuff, even in the Christian market, the Christian world. I'm like, this stuff is so Hollywood. I've been backstage with the Kirk Franklin's and the, um, Mary, Mary, I know them. One of them used to go to my church, and I, and I know Erica. And I, I've I've been not saying they're the Hollywood ones, but there are so many that I was backstage, and I got to meet everybody. And my disobedience didn't allow me to take it to that level. But it's okay, it's okay. Everything works. All things go together for the good for those who love God, who are called according to His purpose. And I was called for His purpose and His plan. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think I think people forget that. That um, 
you know, they always say, my God will, will uh, wow, do things to me, to all the, his yes. riches and his glory, and he will give me all stuff. But they forget. It says, for those who are called. Amen. Who are called. Who are called. Exactly. It, this ain't free. Just here you go. It no, ain't free for not. everybody. It's not like, no, it's for those Amen. who are called. According Amen. To if you're not so, called, don't come. If you're and not my called, God should supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. For those who are called. That's right. And faith without works is dead. If I don't Absolutely. didn't write songs, produce songs, and put them out, they're not going to come out. I'm, God's right. not going to be out the sky like, okay, all right, I gave you the gift. All right. I gave you the gift. So I'm going to put the record out for you. No, right. you still got to go in there and sing down the microphone. You got to right. write the songs. You got to do everything I do to promote the songs. Do everything you possibly, human, humanly possibly, you can do. And I've done right. that. You no, know, I've done that in phase one with the first mm. album. You know, God's project. Mm. I am his project and I'm, in, I'm a work in, a, in progress. You know, mm -hmm. his God's project book one, you know, I did that and that wasn't accepted. You know, people were playing my song. They probably didn't even know who I was. You mm. know, there were people playing it because um, even though those two stations, I got invited to sing at some churches and things like that. You know, and the mm -hmm. kids loved it. And you're on the radio, you're like, oh, and you're like, okay, well, it's got to be more than just this. You know, I'm not going to mm. gloat over my my song you know right people right. Are like you know you you're so and so i'm like okay when they you know have you go to church and i'm just like okay and you know it's not about me it's about god you know that's right it's not i mean people forget i think the people who are so super successful they sit there with their nose up high like they're just no their boo-boo does not stink Okay, like they're whole, they act holier than now, but then they act like they're on this pedestal that they can't be touched. But everybody can be touched. Like Pac said, you can be touched. You, you're not better than anybody. You know, God, there's pastors, mm -hmm. there's artists that just That's sit right. there on this pedestal with their nose up high, like they're better than everybody else. No, you do the same thing I do. Just because you got a little bit more change in your pocket than I do right. does not make you better than me. Because you roll in the Rolls Royce, you roll in the Rolls Royce. <laughs> Nissan or whatever it is that does not make anybody <laughs> <than me. laughs> no I'm saying I'm gonna say that you know what I'm saying even That's though right. I don't have a Nissan you know what I'm saying I don't have a Nissan but I had one at one time I got I got it, a Nissan I have, any, like, I have a Nissan Altima there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that those are nice but what I'm saying people with something better than you act like you nothing because mm. they got something they don't know what your bank account is they could be broke and they got a nice car and <laughs> they are no money in the bank but they sit there and got their nose up to you like you nothing. That's right. You, you can know, have a million dollars in the bank and they don't even know it. That's right. You never know. I mean, I, I drive an Altima. I love it. That's okay. It gets it, it gets me from where I need to go. It, it gets exactly. me to wherever I need to go. It's reliable. Exactly. It's great. Right. Amen. I don't need Amen. to go flaunt. I, anyway, I don't want to flaunt. And so yeah. I'm and not going to drive. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. If I had a, a, a Ferrari, I'm not driving around with that. No, I don't nah. want one of those. Nah, nah, you know, nah, nah, nah. I mean, but I've had, you know, because of who I was married to, I had, I've had, you know, nice cars, you know. Right. I've got some Rolls Royce status, but I don't even want one of those. You know what I'm right. saying? I've mm -hmm. had all the other ones, but, you know, and I've kept the car that I have for a minute. I haven't even bought another one for a long time. I've right. it's a, it's, it's not a bad car, you know, it's a Jaguar, but it's a 11. I'm not even saying I can go get another car, but I don't want to. I'm like, why? I don't right. need to why? Why would I do attention. it? It's paid off. I'm like, right. I don't need to I don't want no the, bills. 
attention. Well, yeah, I mean, I got enough deals with this record company trying to promote this mm-hmm. gospel music. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And everything right. else that comes along with it. I got, I've got enough of those, you know, and helping right. people. You know what I'm saying? I got those that I got to do. I got to help people. So those are bills too, you know, right. not you just want... about how much clothes and shoes and cars. And like, how, you only can drive one at one time anyway, right? right. That's I've, right. Had, I've had a point in my life where we've had five and the other four sitting right. in the driveway. Well, you, you know? know, you know, a lot of people look at it as, as it's part of their image. It's part of who they are as that artist. Right. So, so Rick Ross lives probably 10 minutes from where I live. Right. Mm-hmm. Like literally mm-hmm. big old giant house. He's about right. to have a, he's about to have a huge car show here. Okay. Neighbors complaining because they can't get out. It's going to take them like four hours. He has, oh my God. I heard, right. Cause I don't know Rick Ross personally, but I have right. acquaintances uh-huh. that know him personally. So, right. uh, that he has so many cars that he has to buy another house just to put the cars in the house. Yes, uh, a garage. Now, <laughs> now, so 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 here's so here's what I would say, and as other people, you know, they go, "It's Rick Ross money. Rick Ross can do whatever he he want to do with it." True. Absolutely, absolutely, he can do whatever he want to do with absolutely. it. Absolutely. I mean, I just don't know if it's if it's for the benefit of any other, but you can do whatever you want to do with your money, right? Whoever absolutely. You, are, you got millions. You want to blow it on whatever. It's is your money. Do whatever you want to do. Yes do with it right amen so you know that i think that's just i think that's the story when it comes to to that part it's like right. your by now you should know better with it? right that's true by now my you money should know. i know what i'm gonna do with it amen right. by now you should know better i mean you, should, you there's gonna be a phase in life that you get over that i mean you know what i'm saying you I got the highest cars like I don't, I don't you got all the top do. ones like at what point does it stop you know because it becomes an obsession and then you have to keep uh, feeding that obsession, you know, Absolutely. more money, more money, you got to keep because, it up. You gotta keep because it up. now, now you have created a certain level of expectation yes. for yourself in the eyes yeah. of other people. Yes. In the eyes of other people. They go, oh man, you had that car for like a year now. How come you ain't get another one? Yes. Oh, no, you must think, oh, you fell off because, you know, you're still driving the same. Well, no, no, let me go by. And it's like, there's so many I think things it's that people do to impress. I think after a while it becomes an addiction because there's some of them are smart too. Yeah, some I of do, them are smart. Right. After a while there's, then it is an addiction. You know, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't do drugs, but I, I like buying clothes, you know? But I have to look at myself and say, hey, you know what? I still got, if I haven't wore you, you and you this year, I got to give it away. You know? No, I do. I do that. If I haven't mm-hmm. wore you and you and you, I haven't wore you, and then I, and whatever I add, I take away and give away. You know, because right. I think it's important to give to other people, you know, because mm-hmm. how much can I, can't only wear certain things 365 days a year. Sometimes you only wear the same the thing one time. You know, I know as a recording, <laughs> no, I know as a recording artist, you, you know, it's, it's a thing where you have right. to show that you're not repeating. And I, I know it's hard, you mm-hmm. know, because there's these expectations it's to expectations. Want to wear, to wear right. something new, the latest or whatever. Right. On which, and I understand that. You don't have to have the latest car every year. I mean, that's kind of a bit overboard. I never did that even beforehand, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, had five at one time, which was a bit ridiculous. Because after a while, you start saying, "Hey, you can you can drive it, and you can drive it." You right. start letting other people drive it, and if you don't drive it, your car is going to go bad. Because if I let my car sit up for a week, the oil start leaking or something. Those high-end <laughs> cars are not—they're not—they're meant to be driven. They're not meant to—they're uh, not meant to be sitting there. So mm-hmm. you have to continuously move them around or hire somebody mm-hmm. to move them, you wow. know? So, yeah, no, it is. A Mercedes, any of those, those cars, if you let them sit up for a week, 
they will start not turn on. They'll start doing things. They're not like a Ford oh, or a wow. Chevy or something like yeah. They'll start Nissan. tripping on you on or Nissan. Right. Something reliable, a Toyota or something. They mm -hmm. will start tripping on you. They will. So I know he's had some problems and issues, just like Cash Money mm -hmm. did back in the day. You know. Yeah. Cash Money. Yeah, Cash Money had had issues, but anyway, about Cash Money, mm -hmm. they they did. Oh, that's another story for. Oh, okay, we don't want to talk another, <laughs> for another day. Well, I got to meet them, so but, I know. But yeah, they they definitely did though. So, so for you. Right. So so growing up, mm -hmm. uh, you come from a family of you're one of of 11. Yes. Right. So so what was it like growing up with that many children in the? Whoa, I, I was the only, OK, so I was the only child until I was about 14. And then my mom okay. had another kid and then another Ooh, one was right after that. I'm like, look at these little teeny babies. I'm about <laughs> to I'm, a, I'm in high school. I'm about to graduate soon. Yeah. Now you now you give me brothers. Like, yeah, yeah so. they're strangers to you. They were they were kind of strangers to me uh, because I, I left and went off to the military by the time they were four. Yeah, yeah they're strangers to you. Mm -hmm. They're strangers. Absolutely. But I'm dead in the middle. I'm right dead in the middle. There's five in front of me and five on the other side. Mm. Um, so I'm in right smack in the middle. And growing up, it was fun. But, you know, um, because our birthday parties and things like that, we didn't have neighbors over. I mean, we were the party. <laughs> all those kids and your mother and your, your your brothers and your sisters and your father. You know, I grew up with my, my mom and my dad in my life. And that was a blessing that I have them both there. But all my brothers and sisters were like my friends. And, you know, they were at the birthday party. And if you know what, if you treat me bad on my birthday, I'm giving you a small piece of cake. You know, that was <laughs> we always do that to each other. You been you was mean to me this week. So, uh, you get a small piece of cake. Oh, you think yeah. I remember? I remember. <laughs> I remember you. My birthday was the last one. I was like, it was the last one in November. I was the last <laughs> one. I had to wait the longest to get by. So, mm. but it was growing up, and you know, I, we grew up in Pasadena, California, and we we call it Dina because we moved from Pasadena out to you know different different mm. little locations. But we call it Dina out there. And everybody treats you like family out there, outside of your family. You know, we grew up also in a Catholic, uh, and, you know, we went to um, Catholic church. And um, I went to catechism, but I got saved and everything out from that. But it was a different kind of save than it is now. It's just mm. catechism classes and you got your uh, communion and your uh, catechism name and things like that. And But you're praying to a priest instead of praying to Almighty God. Yeah, for was the my, mine was Anastasia. I remember oh. mine. It was, I was in the seventh grade. Mm -hmm. um, it was Anastasia on my catechism name. Um, it's Anastasia after being baptized. Um, mm -hmm. But growing up, uh, it was it was great to have a big family. But the, there was challenges because there's too many of us. You got to, you know, we got clothes. We had to thrift store, thrift store clothes, things like that. I didn't have it going on, you mm -hmm. know. I didn't have it going on, you know. It was we had to share clothes and things like that. But I got to tell you this: we never went a day without a meal. We never went a day without a meal. We never went a day without a meal, and it's okay. But I think those are the things that make me look at people now when they're less fortunate and people talking bad about me mm -hmm. because they don't have anything. I'm able to appreciate and help others along the way because they they were without. I I know how it felt being without, you know, mm -hmm. and then being with. And then going through other struggles along the way after a loss, you know, I know how it felt. So I never talked down on people who didn't have anything because mm -hmm. just 
me and even Jay was always the ones. We always hung with the humble. You know what I'm saying? We weren't with the proud. We always hung with the humble people and helping people. And it might drain your pocketbook, but you know what? It made you feel good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. <laughs> it yeah, might drain your pocketbook. MC Hammer tendencies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but not on that. I mean, that, that level. level. He was on a whole other level. You know what I'm saying? Because he got it all like a lot at one time. So ours exactly. was a thing but you still help everybody because we're the ones that had to do that in our family mm. to help everybody because we're the ones who made it mm. you know so and that's that still rings true today for me you know right. still rings true today and it's not going to stop because I, I I'm, I'm creating a nonprofit organization to help widows and okay. help people who are um who are um homeless help people who are elderly mm. help people women and 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 widows and widowers too because there's people out there you know men who don't have things to 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 get through life you know what i'm saying you know i'm not gonna prejudice against men because you know but you know but so went through a lot of times the the man is the breadwinner in the home so they don't have you know they don't have right 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 i know i i get it i mean that's you know that's that's usually that's kind of how our you know our whole situation if i was to tell my story right like i'm the one that's being asked the questions but Yes. That kind of that kind of was you know my whole story was the fact that uh, my wife and I ended up being homeless and we had wow. two children we had two children that was with us too and so we're like oh shoot what are we gonna do like we had we both had really good jobs and then those yes. so my wife was working at a dot com job a, a dot com startup company I was working at a um, a mortgage company and they both closed at the same time oh my god and so oh we my were, god so we were homeless I mean and. I, so literally through that situation is how we both, you know, became Christians. Um, but I mean, wow. and, and it's, it's okay. Right. I look back. It's okay. And go, Amen. I look Amen. back. I mean, and go, well, I, yeah. I'm, exactly. I'm glad it happened. That's how I got saved. I got right. saved and lost a, yep. a, a husband. I got saved. I had to find Jesus. I had to find God. And it's ironic because I went to college. Why? You know, he was incarcerated at the time, mm-hmm. you know, and I went to college and, um, it's so crazy because I picked my professors. I picked them and not just like, okay, these are my professors. I wanted to go to school, back to school for accounting and to help people and do audits on against right. record companies, things like that. I wanted to help people, you know? That's, right. That's what I went back to school. That's what I went back to school to do because I wanted to finish college that I didn't finish. So I was like, you know what? I want to go audit these record companies and help all these artists out. That was my plan to do that. Yeah, that's what I wanted mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. So I, but I was going to help people for free. Like literally, it was going to help oh, people wow. for free. Yes, I was. I was going to help them for free. Like a lot of the people who can't afford, not the, I'm right, talking about right. the millionaires and the, you know what I'm saying? The people, who, you know, they kind of getting their money, but they're not getting their money. You know what I'm saying? Those kind of people, I was going to help those people. But going, going after, after dealing with uh, that situation and I didn't realize that I picked the teachers out and I didn't know they were all three of my teachers were going to be black. I didn't even know that. I was like, oh my God, this has never, ever happened to me ever. <laughs> And I didn't even pick them based off of that, but it was so ironic right. because during that process, one of them was the prophet, you know, one of them was the prophet that I had to, that prophesied about me singing the glorified God. It was all, this whole situation was God, you know what I'm saying? And the other one was a female black teacher and the male, another male black teacher, but they understood what I was going through. And I had, they gave me the time off that I needed to grieve and get back on track to go back to school. Cause I had left school. After being a single mom, 
I didn't want to quit, even though I was in that process of dealing with that situation of mourning, even though I didn't really have a chance to mourn because there was things that happened along the way that, you know, I'll discuss at another time, that happened along the way that uh, kind of blocked that along the way. It kind of blocked my, me, my, my grieving process. It's almost like I had to step into being a businesswoman all over again, the mom else you know that happened along the way as being a widow I never got the chance to truly grieve because of the industry because of all these things going on in the world and because of who he was you know and people telling lies and all these things that has happened along the way you know I was not able to grieve I did I could I didn't grieve I didn't get a chance to completely grieve and and heal completely you know but oh my god through all God in God he gave me uh that healing even though right. the, the, the miracle, miraculous healing, not the healing of me sitting back and just healing like that. You know what I'm saying? How people want to get through it. God gave me a miraculous healing for the loss, you know, that I experienced. Mm. You know, it's so sudden. You don't have time to prepare for something like that. Right. You know, you don't have time it, to prepare it's, for It's that. unexpected. Yeah. yeah. I mean, people, people right. say, oh, my person died from cancer or something like that and I and I feel for anybody who dies from any kind of disease or sickness mm -hmm. but when you deal with something that is so sudden sudden death you have That's time right. you don't have time you yep. they had time you know what I'm saying they had the time to know you get mm -hmm. what I'm saying they had time to process everything when you're dealing with something sudden you don't have time to process right. you don't you know it's sudden you don't know that they're it's about sudden. to go don't you don't know that you have no idea so no one knows how you are going to react. No right. one knows that, you know, and in that process, why you you're yourself may not grieve, even know how you're going to react. You don't, you don't, but why are you trying to grieve? You got people punching, punching on you like you're punching back. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Trying to take you out of here. Cause I went down to a size zero, you know, I went to a oh, size wow. zero, literally. Yeah. You know, I went to a, down to a size zero when that happened to me, you know, I couldn't stress eat. Is stress. Exactly. Yeah, so, stress. you know, people don't, people don't understand, you know, but, you know, mm -hmm. people don't care because all they care about is if this person's going to have some money, they, they have money. The bag. Where the bag That's at. what they you want. Know, that's, that's the terminology today, right? The bag. So they want, they yes. want the bag and that's all they care about. They the want the bag. bag. That's all so, they care. They don't care about your feelings. They don't care about nothing. You got nope. money. What's coming in? Uh, can I get some of that? Right. That's all they care about, if you, you know, and, you and that's just heartless. And if you can't, if you don't have the money, then it's like, okay, on, on to the next person who may have it. Exactly. So, well, right. there are, there's a lot of heartless people out there and they don't oh, care. Yeah. You know? well, They'll hit you when you're down. They, <laughs> they absolutely will if they, if, yeah. if, if you give them a chance to, if you give them a chance well, to, right? Because, because we, we have the ability to control how we respond back to other people in those situations, mm -hmm. right? Now, granted, we may not respond when we are faced with certain situations that are dire yeah. or something like that. Uh, but we absolutely have the ability to choose how we're going to respond to that person. And sometimes it doesn't come out to be the, the best response. Yeah. Um, but it's it's probably the response that was needed at that particular time. So Exactly. Well, right. my lawyers have a response. So, you, know, people, <laughs> <Got> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because, them. you know. We got those just, uh, OJ lawyers. That's right. You know, like, kind of like, you know what I'm saying? They were the death row lawyers. Death row record lawyers. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, not them, but you know the ones that go no, against them. So, I got my lawyers. Be, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, so, whatever. record lawyers yeah. is like. So okay, so let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. This is not even on my thing. So, 
What, what do you think about Snoop uh, now being the CEO and owner of Death Row Records? Mm. Oh, that's so funny. You asked that because if you're asking me as a businesswoman or a person mm -hmm. that if you're old money and they ain't doing it on time, then that's a different story. Mm -hmm. But I think... Uh, <laughs> I'll say exactly. So for me, it's like a double question. I think it's a great thing on one end. It's a great thing that he's done it. I mean, because he's went full circle, 360, right? 360, but I, I'm just a little confused by it because I know he's uh, put out these gospel albums and things like that. And I'm just like, okay, where are you going? Are you saved? You're not saved? What's going on? But I know God don't take away our gifts and things that we have, but it's just a little confusing. But I think it's a good thing that he's doing that. If he's going to do the right thing for all the people and not be the Suge Knight, you know what I'm saying? If he's going to be Snoop, be who's going to take care of people, exactly, don't be Suge. If you're going to be the Snoop that's going to handle people and take care of people, then you're doing a good thing. But if you're going to be like what you left and what you didn't like, then that's a different story. But Snoop's cool. I met Snoop. He's in the studio with me. I was in there with all doing all about you, everything. Mm -hmm. I was in the studio many times. I met Snoop. I've met his wife. You know, Snoop is cool. You know, I think he's cool. And I think that was a blessed when he put that project together, the gospel project. Mm -hmm. And I pray that he does many more of those because I love that project. It was a wonderful project. You know, I was right. surprised and it was so good. But on the other end that I can say, because I'm on the other receiving end of those things that came out at that time, that you know, those things have passed on to somebody else. I heard they're not dealing with it anymore. So that was the thing that that situation was passed from different companies and you're looking for your, in the earnings from different people. You know what I'm saying? That once was there, now it's elsewhere. So, you know, on that end, if he's going to do the right thing, I think it's a good thing. If he's not, then it's a different story. Yeah. Don't yeah be I'm no good for him. Good for him. I'm so happy. No, I'm not. I, I'm happy for him because night. you know what? But it's kind of like it's kind of like the I'll never grow up to be like my parents. Exactly. And then yeah, you turn exactly. out like your parents. But, exactly. Yeah. So if, as long as they're going to do the right thing and be right by people, I think it's a wonderful thing. You know, mm -hmm. I really and truly think it's a good thing. But if you're not going to be right by people, then don't don't right. be don't do that. Pass it on. Right. If you're going to be like the other people that, you know, the same thing that you didn't want, do want to others as you want to be, you, exactly. that's supposed to be done to you, you know, do it the same way that you fought to get yours right. Pat. And I think right. from people, from what I've heard that he's supposed to be doing the right thing and giving people their, their rights back and things like that. But I think in some instances they have to, because it's been almost 30 years of a certain time period mm -hmm. that they get it back, you know, mm -hmm. and that time is now. You know, so, um, yeah, it's it's now. So I, I just pray that uh, he's doing the right thing for by other everybody, you know, right. by everyone. And that's that's the blessing. Yep. You know, good. good. Yeah, I, I was just curious to 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 know, because um, I know I know your husband did a lot of work with uh, yes. Tupac and, and John B and a whole bunch of other people. Right. And so but I know um, mostly with with, uh, with Tupac. And yes, so, more than anybody. So, more than anybody, right? Because he's produced yes, some my. amazing music with with Tupac. So, oh yeah, over a hundred records. Absolutely, yeah. I was telling my wife. She was like, "Well, who are you interviewing tonight?" I said, "I'm interviewing Copy Cantrell. Uh, she is the uh, the wife of Johnny J." She's like, "Johnny J." I said, "Yeah, Johnny J is a, uh, was that? a, a <laughs> an amazing an amazing record producer. Uh, he did a lot of work with with Tupac." Um, and I started naming the song. She was like. What really? She was like, I love that song. I was like, Yeah, well, yeah. Well, everybody so thinks then, Dre did it. Everybody thinks Dre did it, and I'll just say okay, it like that. Tell you another. Everybody. Th so, 
Wait, Dr. Dre's an amazing, an amazing producer. He is, and I've met him many, many occasions. He's nice amazing producer. Johnny and right? Johnny and friends. They had that little, little rivalry thing. I, <laughs> I, I, look, I bet. Yeah, I bet yeah, they, I bet they were. He's cool at home too. So, yeah, they had a little, you know. They, but he's known him since the early nineties. Mm, you know, like mm-hmm. they've known each other for years. But you know, I think it's just a perception because that back in those days he wasn't out in the out into the world mm-hmm. like how producers after him and Pop got a lot left here, they were you know in the limelight. You know what I'm saying? Well, right. actually, even before they left, producers were like, hey, they're at forefront. You know, in the videos, mm-hmm. they're doing everything, showing themselves. So mm-hmm. they made a name. And there's a few records that uh, Pop might have mentioned uh, Jay's name on or something mm-hmm. like that that he didn't mention, but it wasn't so prominent back then. You were talking about your producer, you right. know. Pop tried to do that a few times on a few mm-hmm. occasions. But a lot of times the record company would actually edit it out, you know. Mm-hmm. They would edit it out. They would lie and say, oh, right. he edited his own name out, but he didn't. Like, mm-hmm. you, they would go in after he'd finished and they'd go and edit some stuff out. You know? Yeah, you know, it, it's just the fact that a lot of people don't like having producers dancing all up in their videos. So yeah, well, we've, heard that. we've heard we've heard that saying, and I understand that. But you know, that was a different era, and now people are getting respected for being Absolutely. behind the scenes. They're getting respected, and that respect that they got or getting, he never got to get. Because a lot of people don't know unless they know. Unless they know. And through fans, and they were reading the credits back in those days, and now everything's so digital, I don't. They can't see it. I was reading yeah, exactly. back in the day. Like I yeah. actually had an all eyes on me like CD with credits yeah. in there. You open it up, and you can read who did stuff. Like you can't do right. that today. And no, so you can't. How, so now that's it's how different. I knew who producers were and who artists were. And, oh, who produced this song? Okay, wait a yes. minute. Okay, this thing yeah. it says it says Johnny J like eleven times in here. Who's this guy? Let me yeah, exactly. Right. So now 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 that's how you were able to know. And now the kids right. today, they're just this perception of who did what. So there's mm-hmm. people getting the credit for things. Even in the movie, all I me, he didn't get his credit. You know, they took him right. out of it. They didn't even have mm-hmm. some guy playing him, and then they took it out. You know, and I'm like, okay, you guys keep doing this intentionally to not show like that. You- no, they did. I mean, if you look you, at it, they didn't. Okay, look. I mean, how do you take the person who's done? Look, you can't so much have, work? you can't have an all eyes on me movie <laughs> without the producer who produced almost and the all title eyes on track. me and the title track. Okay, and the t- so he produced like a million other songs. Come on now. Okay, so since we're talking about your husband, the both of you started. Clockwork Productions, right? Clockwork in Productions, yeah. Yep, in 1995. Yeah. Yes. So, so kind of talk about about that journey and where you are today with with Clockwork Productions. Okay, Clockwork Productions started because he's like, we need to come up with a name for um, you know all these uh, album credits and things like that, and the company, so we can get some deals for these artists because he was always t- constantly trying to get recording artists on his tracks and put him out and put his own label on it so we can get a deal for them. So we named it Clockwork Entertainment because he worked around the clock. I was like, hey, why don't you name it Clockwork? You work all around the clock, so just name it Clockwork. And he's like, okay, okay, we'll do that. So we just started getting people to uh, give work and things like that to come up with that as a production company because it was his music that we were putting all the artists under. And um, that's how we came up with it. But right after we came up with that, Pop, you know, he, he got out of, you know, he, he got out of jail. And we literally started, he, he literally started working on the music for that. So the production company was behind all the songs and things like that that were on those albums. 
It was literally for his own artists, is why, when it was how it was supposed to be initially. And wow. That's about it. So, yeah, that's how it was supposed to be initially. It was supposed to be for own, his own artists. Right. Yes, because he kept wow. trying to sign different groups and things like that, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, for, under his production. Oh, okay. That's, and, how, and that's the, how it came about. And then yeah. now, Clockwork Entertainment, the corporation, I'm trying to do, the, I'm continuing with the music, but it's, it's more of Christ, Christian music, and I'm, uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to be putting out a documentary and things like that, so it's going to also be um, news, movies, documentary mm-hmm. about his, his life, and eventually one about my life and what I've dealt with and had to deal with along the way during that process and moving forward down the line, me becoming a Christian artist. Oh, your video went out. Uh-oh. Ooh, how did that <laughs> I don't know. Uh-oh, what you want me to do? Uh-oh. What do you want me to do? Yeah, your video just went out. I'm not sure why. That's weird. I don't know. So, so we can weird. do this. So, so You want me to upload it again? Yep, <laughs> I'm going to uh, disconnect you and you can just call right back in. Okay, I will okay. do that right now. Okay. okay. All right. <clears throat> okay. I don't know what yep. happened. I don't know. Are we good? Yep. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I touch something? Go. I don't know if I touched something. But yeah, so, it started off as a... As a uh, production company for his music and to try to get artists onto his track so he can take it to the record companies like Sony and things like that and MCA and all these other various companies. Mm. That's how it got started. Mm. And, you know, along the way, it was about his music under different various artists and so it met pocket. And after that, we still were trying to do the same thing, put the artists under his tracks even after uh, pop passed and everything like mm. that. Mm-hmm. It was to move on to be a, a, a record company. We had to make it an entertainment corporation because, you know, it's different things as far as uh, uh, your IRS and things like that, you know, turn it into right. a corporation and things like that, that you have better benefits uh, doing so. We changed it. And uh, I've actually, you know, after along the way, I've put the website up and do all these other things, even created one for him and myself. Clockwork Entertainment, ClockworkNT.com, JohnnyJBeats.com, Copy Cantrell, C-O-P-P-E, um, Cantrell.com, uh, all those websites, all the things that I'm doing now is where we are a step further than we were when he was around, mm. you know, okay. for, you know, further along and with a lot of things, with, right. a, with a lot of things that I had to discover along the way from the gatekeepers, mm. you know? And it's, mm-hmm. it's okay because it's those gatekeepers that made me say, God, you know what? You know my heart. You know I do this for you. Mm-hmm. Now, if this is what you want me to continue to do, it's up to you, God, to open the right doors for me. You know, I've had people who've, uh, I've, magazines tell me, oh, radio stations don't want your music. They don't need your music. And, they, and I get it. There's, there's millions of people trying to get one slot. You know? Right. I get it. Millions trying to get one slot, and I understand that. But then there's people who that will still take your money. Oh, I'm going to guide you what to do along the way. If you only take my class or if you do this, and I'm like, wait a minute, aren't mm-hmm. we all doing this for the same purpose? Why is it always about a dollar sign? You know, so if I'm not worthy, exactly, if I'm not worthy for your website, you got too many spots so now you're trying to make more money outside of your spots that you got 
by taking classes with you to show me how to do this of what's something I've been doing for over 20 something years. Yeah, the new thing is the new media and things like that, social media and all that. That's something I can learn. My little my little niece and nephew can teach me that, you right. know, but you're trying to our own people are trying to take money from us because they only have so many slots too. The rec- radio stations have so many slots. The record, I mean, the, the online uh, magazines and things like that, everybody only has so many slots, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, God, if I'm doing this work for you, I'm doing what you called me to do. I'm doing this for you. you it's up to you to open the door. Please open the right door for me. Mm-hmm. And oh boy, he opened the door for me, sure for will. the radio station, things like that. And he did right after. I had to pray. I had to pray about it because I'm like, you know, I'm going to do it regardless if I make a dollar or not. You know, because you called me to glorify you. It ain't about me. I'm going to do it regardless, but I need some help here. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? You have not because you ask not. I have a petition I asked, and the petition he heard me, right? By Mm -hmm. faith believing. So, you know, I I had to ask for it. Like, God, I need your help to to get to these radio stations. So, you know what? Now, worldwide, that song like Jesus Rocks is on the the charts right now, number Mm -hmm. number nine. Worldwide. He didn't say it had to be in the United States, right? Just the United States. Worldwide, number nine. Number 11 uh, in the European market. So it's okay. I'm commanded to preach the gospel to all of the world. Okay? He didn't say, oh, in the United States, you have to be this popular person. He didn't say that. That's not what God called me for. He said, you are commanded to preach the gospel. In the beginning. Amen. God created the the United States. Exactly. 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 <laughs> so it's okay. Right now, Jesus rocks and he does rock. Jesus rocks. My right. song, so so know, talk about that. So, 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 so talk about why, so you, song Jesus rocks, right? Yes. So yes. talk about that song. Uh, and I always, because when I, when I, when I talk to artists who, who do Christian music, I'm always like, do I want to ask them what's the inspiration behind their song? Because yeah, the inspiration ahead. behind the song is, is Jesus, right? Jesus. Jesus. Okay, right. but there's something more to it because <laughs> yes, Jesus, like to does <laughs> Jesus does rock. Jesus does rock. It was a track that uh, Johnny created, and it was uh, like a rock track. And I was like, you know what? Jesus rocks. He rocks. What, what was Jesus wearing? You know what I'm saying? I never had done a rock song or anything. I was like, what was wearing? What was he rocking? You know, what was he wearing back in those days? You know, what did Jesus do? So that's how I came up with this. How was he getting along? How was he strolling? And you know how black people wear they, they uh, sandals with socks. I'm like, mm. well, Jesus was wearing sandals without socks. You know how Jesus rocks right. and just wear sandals with socks. I'm like, you know, black people, don't, they wear their sandals with the socks. So, <laughs> I know, I, <laughs> well, let me I, say, I Jesus was wearing it without the socks. Because I don't think there was no socks back in the day. You said you don't get it, huh? Well, anyway, ain't got no socks. Jesus, oh, no, I that's got how it. I came out with that. Yeah, that's why I, how I came out with that hook. Because I'm like... Jesus wasn't wearing no socks. Black people wear socks with their sandals, and I'm sure the Latinos mm-hmm. wear their sandals with their socks, you know. So I was like, I came up with that with that. I was like, well, what did he do? Like, I gotta tell the story of Jesus in the song, but in a full, mm-hmm. fun way. Turn you know, all the things that he did along the way. He turned water into wine at the body of a best design. His hair was like wool of our old when I froze so cool at the age of 33, began his mm-hmm. ministry, saying try to pimp him, try to pimp him. He tried to pimp him on the mountaintop, she said, No, stop. That's it, 40 days and nights, spitting the advice and the man gave sight. So that's why I came up with that. To tell the story mm-hmm. of Jesus in a cool, fun way. How he strolled through the city with his his sandals with no socks, with his with his his uh his disciples, and how he was was he he uh, used the water and uh, by boat. He he went by walk. I mean he uh, was able to get around by boat, by strolling through the city, you know. That's how I came up that's with right. that. 
in a fun wow. way, you know, because Jesus in a fun does way. rock. Now, yeah, he does rock. So, but he does know? rock though. Yeah, but 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 they weren't wearing socks back back in that day, right? No, they weren't. So I was exactly. like, you know, you know Jesus sandals he wore they, without socks. Which is why, that's know. right. Which is why they always had to yeah. wash their feet whenever they went somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Feet, Ooh, they, had dust, exactly. they had dusty feet. That way. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They had no right. socks, so that's why I came up with socks. And you know, I'm feet. sure uh, our fellow uh, uh, brothers and sisters and Latinos can relate. The sandals with the nails, they were with socks. So I was like, okay. That's right. As I That's came right. up with the hook. The hook is the fun part. I always come up with the hook first. Mm. That's the mm -hmm. easiest part. You know, a lot of people, that's the hardest part. To me, that's the fun, easy part because it's something catchy right. you want to catch catch mm -hmm. on to. You know, now the meat of it, the, the storyline, that takes a lot more time. You know, you got in, you got to get into it and, you know, mm -hmm. be on point with that. You know, uh, the other part is easy. Quick, quick, quick. I can come up quick. You know, the Holy Spirit gives me those words, you know. Mm -hmm. I can come up with them fast. But yeah. I enjoyed that one. That was actually my favorite song. Jesus Rocks was my favorite one. Jesus it's a story Rocks. of Jesus. You know, I got to do it in a That's cool right. way. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody, mm -hmm. a lot of times, they want to do everything like a lot of slow songs. And mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I don't go, I'm not against them, but I don't know why. I just think you can say things in a different way and uplift people and don't have to be everything exactly the same way everybody's doing things. Right. And I think that's why I kind of was getting shut out of certain things too, because I was so different. I am so different, mm. but it's catching on now, that's you right. know? And I, right. I was feeling like, dang, why do I have to be like, should I be like Mary Mary? Should I be like someone so strong? I'm like, no, guys, I know. This is not what I called you to do. I need you to reach a certain mm. market of people. You know, the people who, maybe it's Tupac fans, you know what I'm saying? Whomever it is, I need you to, right. you, you to reach those people. You know, you can't worry about you being like somebody else because that's, you're not, you're copy. You're wanting to be copy, mm. not you to copy somebody else. See, look at Ooh, that. Oh, well, yeah. You are the one so to be copied, not copied. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. So, so, you know, but you, you know how we think. We think as artists and we think as people, we think like, oh, man, they're not accepting my music. They're not accepting me. And they're like, well, maybe I should be like them because that's what the, the record company, what the flavor of the exactly. month they want with them exactly. here, always here. I need a record like so-and-so. And I remember that even in the secular world. They're like, I need a record to sound like No mm -hmm. Diggity. I need that No Diggity song. I need that. I need a song like that. I need a new How You Want It. No. How You Want It did it, what it was going to do. No Diggity did what it was going to do. You want right. to come with something so if I'm that new thing, that new vessel that God called, and you know what, it takes me mm -hmm. more time, it's okay. Because it's been since 2010, well, really 29 since I got the gift, but 2010 since I put something out, mm -hmm. that I'm starting to now get, you know, things going, you know? Time, time 13, of the season. 13 years. Amen, it is. Because time me talking about what I talk about, people are like, what? They will shut me down. They, they have a... Uh, Censored my oh. you know <laughs> music. Wow. Warcraft. You know? Yeah. That, that's but that's the beauty of social media and and taking control of your own music and putting music out and and yes, I like have. we have been given a it's a gift and a curse, I believe, at the same Amen. time. This whole social Amen. media independent artist, you it know, is. streaming world that we now live in. It's a gift and yes. a curse. And so because yes. now everybody can do it. And they don't everybody. Need anybody money. Right? Anybody so can just, do it. Anybody could do it. I could do it. You know what? Yes. You know what? I'm gonna be an artist tomorrow, and I could I and know. just make it's music bad. and just go be an artist. And yeah, it's it's not like how back in those days when we dealt with Whitney Houston and Michael Jackson and you yeah. know uh, Lionel Richie and all those artists, and you could look up to them. 
yeah. see was many people I grew up to. You know what I'm saying? And, but now I realize it's idolizing people, so you can't idolize anyone right. either. But it's so many people now. It's like, you know, it's like multiplicity, you know? That movie Multiplicity, you're like, you got mm-hmm. so many and you got so many and more and more and so on and so on and so on and so on. There's so much. You're like, you don't know what to, you don't know what to buy. You don't know what to go to unless you're promoting it. You have to promote Mm it. That's why the record companies make you be your own promoter now. And now they're just a label that they snap, smack their name on unless you're a major artist. You know, labels labels no longer do what labels used to do. No, they're not. And they're using our content for them to make money. People don't understand that they're making money off of you being on their label. Right. You giving them your content, and some of these people are putting up twelve songs a month or more, for them to hurry up and, and meet the quota of some of these uh, content labels, you know. And they're and nothing DR, but you got the, they the don't DRCs, fly, right? Gonna, yep, fly by night. They're going to be fly by night mm-hmm. artists, and they don't understand. They don't understand if you're going to do all that, you might as well do it yourself. But they don't care. They don't. You know why they don't care? As long as they can get the bag. <laughs> as long as they can get the bag, and long as they can get. But they're money, not getting the bag. Like they're not yeah. getting the bag like they're not getting the nineties no. bag, the two thousand bags. They're not getting those no. kind of bags. Like not that. like, you you, not like it used to be back in the day. Nah. No, you're not getting it unless you're selling a lot of records. You got to show, and then they want you mm-hmm. at that point. You know, That's they right. want you after they you show them. But after you show them what you can do, you don't even need them. Mm. If I show you what I can do, and I've got all these followers, what do I need you for? What do I need you for? If I can do this on my own. Yeah, well, I guess for them, well, you need that's me right. to take you to tour and to do this and to do that. So I guess maybe that's what it is, but I don't know why hey, they, you know maybe what? it's just a perception. We would just enter into a distribution deal, and that's probably the 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 whole length of what we're going to do. I don't need to yeah. do anything else. Just help me distribute the music. And exactly. This, this, this is how the agreement's going to look. And so then exactly. now you now you are a force to be to be really reckoned with at that particular point because now exactly. they they know you understand how this whole game works. Yes. So but at that point some right. that's true but sometimes they don't if, if someone like me who is a, a child of God who is doing it for the Lord they don't want you to get that strong. You know? Oh, yeah, Cuz they know the outcome. They don't want you to get they if you cuz you can't if they can't bite your tongue and tell you what to say because a lot of the gospel artists still have to be told what to say. They can't put out probably what they want to do. And I'm happy that I can speak and say whatever I want on a record. I can say whatever I want to on War Cry or any of those things. Uh, Fellow artists can't say what I'm saying because the record company wouldn't allow them to put it out. So it's not meant for me to be that way. But yeah, that's like the same thing with, with the music Soul Child Love song. He wrote it as a gospel song. And then yes. the record label said, no, you're not going to put this on this exactly. album. Not mm-hmm. why you signed to us. And so what he eventually See? did is he gave it to uh, Trinity 5-7. And they oh, wow. released the gospel version of that song. And so there's two wow. songs. One is called Lord. The other is called Love. And it's the same exact wow. words. Oh, except wow. They replace love and Lord. So, so that's, that, mm. that's why I realize God's like, no. You're like Queen Esther. You have to, you're called for a time like this. You know, I, I, mm-hmm. I, I can't, the non-compromising word of God, and I can't compromise my beliefs. I can't compromise right. the words that he gave me for anything, for a dollar sign, for anything. Right. And I know other people will, they do. But that's mm-hmm. their walk with God that they have to answer to him, you know? 
That's their right. walk. Because if you're going to deny me now, you're going to deny me later. You know? <laughs> right. That's so, right. I, you get what I'm saying? So, right. um, I mean, he still got his point across to the other, but maybe God wanted him to sing that song, but he couldn't do mm. anything because he signed with the, the wrong deal. You know what I'm saying? He could not create control. I have right. creative control. I'm, I'm the I'm the president CEO. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm the artist, writer, I'm the producer, I'm the philanthropist, I'm everything. I, I hire people, work for hire to do everything else That's for me. Right. So can't nobody say no to nothing. That's right. You can't tell me I can't do a video for every one of my songs because you me. That's right. <laughs> I, I control the budget because I got the budget for it. So. <laughs> I, 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 right. I can do this, I can do that. I don't need your That's approval right. on my artwork. I don't need your approval on my song. I don't need That's your right. approval. Uh, and, and it's so funny because I say that on one of my songs, they said, I blame Satan for something. What was the song I did? It like somebody, I had a manager, and they were like, You can't say that. I said, Excuse me? <laughs> I can say oh, yes, I, I can. Uh, I can say whatever right. I want to. All right, so I'm managing myself too now. At that point, the manager tried to tell me, I can't put Satan. Don't you can't blame Satan. Who are you right. then? Exactly. I, I can't, exactly. I can't blame uh, Satan. That's right. <laughs> On my Don't records, you can't blame Satan. So I was like, no, I'm sorry. Mm. Um, no, I, I manage myself. So no one can tell me no on anything what I do, you know? And you know what? I'm excited to hear when people say, I heard your record. I saw your music. I saw your video. And I got came back to Christianity because I saw your mm. song. Or I heard your song. I saw your video. You know, I mean, that, that just joy. made brought tears to my eye and joy. You know what I'm saying? Tears that's and joy. joy. And I'm like, you know what? It's a soul. It ain't a sale, but it's a soul that's saved. And mm -hmm. it's okay there's not a sale. You know, it's okay. Right. It's a soul. It's you a know, soul. and his soul ain't for sale. And neither is mine. Hey, that's you right. Know? Another neither soul is saved. mine. It's not for sale. No dollar sign. I'm not trying to go to hell and burn forever. I'm not. <laughs> exactly. You know? And I'm not trying to lose my crown. Like I said, I'm not wearing it today, but I'm not trying to lose my crown. I got right. an invisible one. I normally wear life. something on, but uh, yeah, but I, you, you you got me a little earlier than I thought. I was like, oh, wait a minute. I thought I had another hour. <laughs> and I put that on. I was like, oh my goodness, he put this in for. I was like, oh my God. All right. Oh, well. So, 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 so let me ask you this. So, of course, you've been around a lot of different things. You've seen a lot of different things. What would you tell anyone that's getting into this music industry today? What would you tell them? I would tell them that don't expect a money bag out the gate. Don't expect that you're going to be treated like you're some kind of um, artist that 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 is on a pedestal. And I would let people know, don't act like that either. I would tell them to make sure that you know who you are and what you are. And don't, don't compromise whatever it is that your integrity, your beliefs, uh, doing what you need to do. You make sure that you, you, if you have to go and sign to a record company who is a secular record company or even a gospel record company, I will let them know that just do not allow them to change who you are. And if God calls you to do something for him, you be obedient to that call. And I know there's other people who are not of the call or, you know, in those circumstances, being in the word of God or, or being a, a Christian or gospel artist, I would still tell them to do their homework as an artist, to read up on the record business, to know what goes on, how many points you're supposed to get off a record, how many percentages and things like that, what you're supposed to get. And if it's not going to coincide with, with what, what you think should be, 
you should put it out yourself. I would tell people not to sign a publishing deal because you don't, especially when you don't know what it is, because so many people over the years have signed publishing deals and they're like, oh, we'll give you this advance, but this advance is nothing compared to what's going to happen and come through in the future because you gave up a little piece for something that you didn't know nothing about and did not know what it was. You gave it up for a little bit of nothing. When that little bit of something that, that little something that you gave up for a little bit of nothing turned out to be worth millions and millions of dollars down the road if you sell records. But even if you didn't sell all those records, that little piece, you're going to have to pay it back. It's not for free. People get it uh, misconstrued and think, oh, they advanced me this money and da 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 No, that advance is an advance based off of your record sales. If they advance you a certain amount, you're going to owe that money. Just like TLC, you know, they got to learn the hard way. You know, and so many people from the 90s and, and on got to learn the hard way. So I let them know to make sure that they do their homework before they get involved with any uh, record companies signing anything. Of course, you got to have lawyers and things like that. But I would let them know to make sure that they do their homework on everybody, including the home, including homework on the lawyers. But sometimes those lawyers are working for the for the record companies. That I got to find out the hard way. You know, years down the road. You know, like, oh, you guys are meeting up and you guys are doing stuff behind my back. And you're like, oh, okay. You find that out the hard way. You know, that happened with, uh, whether the company, um, what's that label's name? It's a gospel label. I just was talking about them the other day. It started with, I think Trinity 5-7 was on there, I think. Mm. What was the name? Um, it was, anyway, it was a gospel label and they were telling everybody to go to a certain lawyer and not go to these other lawyers, and they got sued, you know, and they got sued, so I won't even say the name, they ended up getting sued because they didn't allow the artists to go to find their own lawyers. They had to go through the record company's lawyers, and it's the same thing that's happened in the secular world, you know, that's so they can't tell them the right things so they can screw them over, you know, and the same thing has happened in the, uh, of course, in the secular world, you know, but it was happening in the gospel world. I'm like, wow, that is amazing that that, that was happening in that world, but you know what, greed. There's a thing called greed, and God talks about greed. There's enough for all of us. So I don't think it's necessary for people to get overly greedy and take from the little bit of pie that they were supposed to get, the artist supposed to get. You know, there's enough to go around. I just watched the movie uh, Air, and uh, it just reminded oh, me of how the mother, the mother, the mother was so amazing, his mom, you know, and no one would think that it was a woman who had, you know, make sure her son's, legacy would live on and he'd also get his just and money payment wise you know it was made amazing to see that and she was a strong businesswoman you know and i admired that a strong businesswoman and most people don't like a strong businesswoman and they right. oh they're hard to work with or this and that and the other no they want what's what's due them with their children or whoever else is they're representing right. that's all they want they want the best just like they want the best and you want to take every dollar every dime the best of whatever part of a person's life they want to take it all mm -hmm. and that's the problem we deal with people want the best of your your best when you are dealing with your best they want to take the best that you have and I think that's a problem. Yeah. You know, absolutely, absolutely it's a problem. problem. And you got to be a strong business person and you got to know who you're dealing with. Even your own lawyers, you got to know mm -hmm. who you're dealing with. That's right. And I had to learn later on down the road and had to fire some people, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. That's right. No, I mean, it is what it is. No, it is see. what it is. God gives, you discernment. Right. God gives you discernment and then you see what's going on and you're like, wait a minute. You know, and they're not strong in front of the other person. You're like, something's not going, something's not right. Mm -hmm. Something's not adding up. 
And then when I see what's going on, you're working in behind the scenes and you're telling me it's a good deal. I should do this and I should do that. And I'm like, wait a minute. Well, how come my mind, my God's telling me not to, but you as my lawyer should be telling me the opposite, not to do this. But mm-hmm. you're telling me to do it I'm like something's not right. I want to read every document, which I've done on all the contracts in the past and anything in the future. I read everything mm-hmm. any lawyer gives me. Exactly. And I'll consult another one on, on the one that they gave me because people don't understand that that happens too. Exactly. That happens too. Mm-hmm. And they don't realize it. That's right. So that's wow. important to do those things. Wow. Yeah, Facts. it's deep. They don't know Absolutely. it. Oh, Absolutely. Oh, you. Yeah, you have to. Absolutely. You have to. So, so, Copy, we have been talking an hour and 20 minutes. But does it feel like an hour and 20 minutes? Not really. No, but it's okay. Nope, see, not, not really, right? That's why, I love, that's why I love doing these interviews because it's just conversation. And I love just finding out more yes. about, about people, your experiences, and all yeah. those things. So, so before well, we, before we go, okay. I got to have you tell people how they can connect with you and find your music okay. and all that good stuff. Okay. Okay. Well, you can find me on uh, Spotify, uh, Coffee Cantrell, C-O-P-P-E-C-A-N-T-R-E-L-L. Those are streams, so three streams, I guess, for everybody, because we don't really make anything up of that. Um, iTunes, Apple Music. No, really, that's the real Apple Music, C-O-P-P-E-C-A-N-T-R-E-L-L. And my 100,000 streams gives me 10 cents or something like that. So it's not like back in the day, 100,000 plays or 100,000 sales would give you $100,000. So you know what? But I'm called to be a light in this dark place and, and whomever needs to get my music for free, you get it. But if you feel that you want to bless somebody else because you blessing me is going to help a widow out there and it's going to help someone else, then you buy my buy music to help other people because that's what I'm going to use it for. I have a, I have a uh, nonprofit I'm working on called heavenlyhideout.com and .org also to help widows and help other people that I'm working on, a nonprofit. And that's where a lot of those proceeds are going to go to. Uh, anybody who buys my music because I'm okay. I'm okay. God bless me to be okay to help other people though. I got to help other people. That's what that's for, you know, mm-hmm. that's what the hell. And then, um, uh, Instagram, C O P P E, uh, underscore Cantrell and Facebook. Same thing. I don't know how many people of us still use that. And any other, other thing It's still C O P P E C A N T R E L L. And I think I said, every- Oh, YouTube. I have a lot of videos on YouTube. Yep, copy Cantrell, C-O-P-P-E-C-A-N-T-R-E-L-L. All right, yep. that's right. So make sure you support. Please make sure you support. So Thank you. Uh, Thank so, you. so copy, if you want to hang out for just one second while I close this out. Okay. Okay, okay no problem. All right. Okay. So ladies and gentlemen, there you go. Copy Cantrell, right? Amazing singer, songwriter, businesswoman, philanthropist, produce i mean you name it she wears so many different hats you know when you think about us as artists producers we wear a lot of hats right we but the good thing is we are in control of the the music we own it they don't own it right and that's the the most important thing well actually the most important thing is that she's living for the lord so i'm definitely going to say that right i'm never i'm never ashamed of that so she's living for the lord and you know how i feel if you don't like it hey i'll tell people too bad like, I know what God saved me from, and so I appreciate it. Uh, but, man, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for being here. Thank you just for tuning in uh, to another interview segment here on We Create Music TV. Make sure to support us, but support Copy as well. Go stream the music for free. <laughs> for free. 
right? Because, you know, we don't really make a lot of money from streams. But support in any kind of way that you can. Uh, if she has a band camp, let's go find a band camp. Because, you know, with band camp, if you buy the music on band camp, all the proceeds go directly to the artist. So that's a good thing with band camp, right? And so, yeah, but support. Thank you for being here. And um, catch us next week as we do another interview. <laughs>